Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Washington. 
The elegant granite structure whose architecture, character, Trump had promised to preserve was now besmirched by a gaudy faux gold sign bearing his name. The carefully choreographed stops sent a clear signal to the foreign governments, lobbyists, and corporate interests keen on currying favor in Washington. The rewards of government would now be reaped by a single man, and the people would bear the cost. More than uh, at any time in history, the President of the United States is actively using the power and prestige of his office to line his own pockets, landing loans for his businesses, steering wealthy buyers to his condos, securing cheap foreign labor for his resorts, and preserving federal subsidies for his housing projects, easing regulations on his golf courses, licensing his name uh, to overseas projects, even peddling coffee mugs and shot glasses uh, bearing the presidential seal. For Trump, those business business resolves around... No, uh, for Trump, whose business (coughs) revolved around the marketability of his name, there has proved to be no public policy too big no private opportunity too crass to exploit for personal profit. Nowhere in nowhere has the, has the self-enriched been more evident <coughs> than at his Washington hotel, which quickly filled up with the very lobbyists and swamp creatures Trump had railed against during his campaign. Oil companies, mining interests, insurance executives, foreign diplomats, defense contractors, all rest to book their annual conferences at Trump's hotels and resorts where cabinet members graciously addressed them. Uh, after hiking the nightly rate uh, from five, 653 uh, to... 32% higher than other local luxury hotels... Trump collected $2 million in profits from the property during his first three months in office. By late August, the hotel and restaurant had hauled in over $8 million in revenue, and although Trump has pledged to give away any monies his hotel earns from foreign governments, the plan um, I missed that. Well, the plan contains a lucrative loophole. Employees at his hotels admit that they make no effort to identify guests who represent other countries, meaning that much of the foreign money spent at Trump properties flows directly into his own pockets. And on March 28th, the federal judge allowed the lawsuit to go forward that charged Trump with violating the Constitution by accepting money from foreign governments at the hotel. That is D.C. hotel. Yeah. That's only a week ago. Yeah. In fact, though Trump refuses to disclose the details of his myriad, myriad business operations, he continues to enjoy access to every dime he makes as president. Instead of setting up a blind trust to avoid conflicts of interest, as other presidents have done, Trump put his two grown sons in charge of his more than 500 business entities. His sons regularly briefed Trump about how the enterprises are doing, enabling him to personally monitor how his decisions in office affect his bottom line. What's more, only 15 days after this eyes wide open trust was set up, Trump amended the fine print to allow him to take money out of the operation anytime he pleases. The loophole buried on page uh, 161 of the 166-page form stipulates that any net income or principal can be distributed to Trump at his request. Far from putting his wealth in a blind trust, Trump asked the public for its blind trust, effectively sticking his money in a piggy bank 
in Don Jr.'s room that he is free to raid at any hour of the day or night. Trump's children are working hard to cash in on his time in office, especially as foreign investors. At taxpayers' expense, they have loaned to Uruguay, the Dominican Republic, Dubai, and India in search of licensing and real estate deals, trading on the president's influence in exchange for investments. But the biggest complication of Trump's presidency, and the one that he works hardest to keep a secret, is the way his entire business operation is mired in massive debt. Rather than being independently wealthy, public records show Trump and the business partnerships in which he is a leading investor owe big banks and foreign governments at least $2.3 billion, far more than his disclosure reports indicate. His largest single loan for nearly $1 billion is from a syndicate assembled by Goldman Sachs that includes the state-owned Bank of China. If either Trump or Jared Kushner, who tried to shake down Qatar's finance minister for a loan, winds up pending to negotiate new terms of its ballooning debt, America could find itself being dictated by a foreign government, all because the White House, thanks to Trump's business model, has become a true house of cards. Holy boy. What follows is 105 days of official corruption. 501 days. What did I say? 105. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, of corruption for a small-time graft and brazen influence peddling to full-blown raids on the federal treasury. Given how much Trump has um, disclosed about his finances, this timeline of self-dealing is undoubtedly only a fraction of the corruption that will eventually come to light. But as even this initial glimpse makes clear, uh, Trump isn't draining the swamp. He's monetizing it. Oh, please. Isn't that something? That's really awful. Stars have aligned. I think our brand is the hottest it has ever been. Eric Trump speaking at the hotel in 2006. <coughs> yeah. I just all kinds of notes as to how corrupt these bastards are. But, uh, yeah. So there you go, folks. Trump is as corrupt as it gets. Yeah. And I think we're going to find out more as Mueller unlocks all the keys and all the doors. No, I don't think he's going to go there because a lot of that he happened before. No, he's just corrupt now. Yeah. He's corrupt now. He was corrupt and before. I, and, that, and those in, those things are influencing him. You know, see, what's happening is... You have to is, prove that. Though. Yeah, well, what's happening is they, they've already have. I mean, he owes billions and billions of dollars. They know where it's at. But now he owes China and he owes Russia and he owes others. <sighs> so all of these bastards... Uh, are into this guy for billions of dollars. He'll just renege on them. No, he's not. He's, he's, no, he, he's kissing their asses. But what he's done now, raising the terrorists, he's starting to, it's getting so close and he's getting so worried. Now he's starting to put distance between him and Russia uh -huh. and China, you know, making big bad bad boy uh, deals, you know, like, oh, we're going to raise your tariffs. Oh, we're gonna, you're a badass guy. We're gonna, but then he calls him and congratulates him, you know. Yeah, yeah, that you know, was. Really I mean, funny. the guy, the guy's a shit. The, the, this guy, the Trump is a is a is a nutball, corrupt son of a bee. And you know what? This is really funny too. Trump has no love for Bezos. You know, Jeff Bezos who owns yeah, Amazon. Amazon, and, Amazon caused Donald Trump to lose four hundred million in net worth. Yeah. That's why he hates him. Yeah, sure. So what happened there? Well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't Let's see what it has to say. Yeah. Because um. Turns out uh, he's 
Oops, oops. It's kind of large. Yeah. Amazon calls network that's for how? President Donald Trump's net worth declined more than $600 million in the past year, according to Forbes 400, list of richest people in America. However, surprising Trump's loss may be, the reason for it is even more unexpected. Trump's real estate holdings, specifically those in New York City, have taken a big hit in the past year, as retail values are struggling in response to Amazon's e-commerce gains. According to Forbes Research, the president is worth $3.1 billion, down from $3.7 billion a year ago. But he, so owes, but he owes $2.3 billion. Right? The loss yeah. has him moving from 156th on the list to 248th. In accounting for the president's $600 million write-down, the magazine cited the presidential campaign, which eroded his personal wealth, an expensive lawsuit, a dip in the New York City's real estate market that hit retail particularly hard, values of several Manhattan properties, particularly those on or near Fifth Avenue, have dropped, shaving nearly $400 million off his fortune, the magazine says. Appearing on CNN's Tuesday, Forbes assistant managing editor, editor Carrie Dolan Level blame for Trump's real estate losses on e-commerce domination over retail, mentioning Amazon, specifically citing the lease of the Nike Town Store and the Trump Tower property. Dolan said that retailers are suffering even on the high end. It would appear that Amazon's strategy of e-commerce over brick-and-mortar retail is winning, and this is having an effect on real estate value, she added. Without Trump's taxes and full financial releases, it's difficult to get a full picture, full picture of the president's net worth, but as it applies to his real estate losses, Dolan is confident in Forbes' analysis. We talked to tons and tons of real estate brokers who are super familiar with the properties, particularly in Manhattan, she told CNN. Outside of retail in New York, another hole in Trump's wallet is Trump's international hotel, said Dolan. The magazine has been in touch with Trump's finance people who said in the past year Trump had taken a $170 million construction loan to complete the property's construction. So even though the hotel may be doing well, said Dolan, the property's net worth is still down. Meanwhile, Jeff Bezos, the Amazon CEO, took the number two spot on the Forbes list for the second straight year with an 81.5 billion net worth. Oh, that must have infuriated him. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's why that's why you don't like him too much. Okay. Because he's richer than he is. Yeah, you don't like him because he's losing his money because of him, and uh, so he's got some issues. Huh. Got a few issues, man. So what else is going on? Recreational marijuana licensing to begin Monday, which is last Monday. Um, in Massachusetts. Yeah. And that's a Boston Globe. Uh, yeah, Globe? I thought that was so so cool. Just thought I'd let you know that it's happening in Massachusetts. Of course, Connecticut, being the dinosaur state that it is. <laughs> uh, it's a blue state, too. You'd think it'd be more progressive. Yeah, you would think so. But, it's not uh, aggressive at all. It's just like they, they, they legalize pot, uh, mar- uh, medical marijuana, but um, 
and uh, anyway, let's see this quickly. On Monday at noon, this was April 1st, this came up. Uh, Monday at noon, decades of debate all came down to this, a click of a computer mouse by a state technology contractor. <laughs> What's that? What, with that, the Massachusetts state government uh, system for legal pot use will blink to life, and uh, businesses can begin applying for licenses to grow, process, and sell cannabis to adults 21 and over. Can they put it right in the liquor stores? Yeah. The behind-the-scenes milestone uh, will not have an impact. An immediate <clears throat> impact on consumers, but it does not mark, but it does mark the beginning of a process that regulators expect will lead to the debut of recreational pot sales in July. That's July of this year. And for a long time, activists, it's a moment some believed that might never arrive, might have never arrived. Isn't that great? Mm. Yeah, I think that's great. So, it's about time. Yeah. Massachusetts is pretty progressive. Always have been, except when they, I don't know, when they when they uh, elected Romney for governor. That was, that was weird. That was a blip on the radar, huh? 73 teens were shot to death. 37 days since Parkland shooting. Can you imagine that? No. That was only in in, uh, in May, in, in February. And there were already been 37 teens that have been shot to death. I want to read a little bit of this. Uh, in our schools and with guns. Pretty scary for kids. Isn't it so? That's why... Yeah, when when you get assholes like uh, um, Ted Nugent came out and then called them all, uh, called all those kids liars and c- cowards and names. And I don't see that he's yeah, the well, I mean, he's, a, he's an idiot. Yeah, he's a complete idiot. Numbnuts. Christ. Gonzo. That was his biggest. His biggest. His biggest. Uh, album was was called uh, Gonzo. Well, he's Gonzo in the head. Well, he was. Uh, I mean, bangs. Life was only beginning for Daquan Tobar. At 17, the South Bend, Indiana team was starting to figure out some of the keys to success in the adult world. Good eye t- contact, a firm handshake, and a confident tone of voice. Daquan was still in school, but he wanted to be a welder when he completed his education, his family said with a mentor teaching him how to write a cover letter and fill out a resume to help him stand out from the pack. People who knew Daquan had high hopes for a young man coming into his own. But on February 17th, Daquan was gunned down in broad daylight and he's walked home from the store with his grandmother. He suffered gunshot wounds to the leg, hip, and head. Daquan was one of three 17-year-olds who have been fatally shot in South Bend this year. A fourth teenager, just 13 years old, was killed in the city in late December. A lot of people are just hair-trigger away from snapping. I really think, and if you happen to have a gun in your hand, you can't put that bullet back in once it leaves, said Michael Elliott, organizer of South Bend's on-site prayer ministry in an interview with WNDU at a recent vigil for Daquan. Daquan's story is painfully familiar, not just in South Bend, but in many places across the nation that is publicly grappling with the effects of gun violence following the February 14th school shooting in Parkland, Florida. At least 73 teens have been shot to death in 37 days since that massacre, according to the HuffPost review of a database 
compiled by Gun Violence Archive, a not-for-profit organization that tracks shootings across this country. Because Gun Violence Archive calls its data from media reports, there may be cases that haven't been included. That's a rate of nearly two teens each day. Among them were Caden Vague, a California student who died on his 16th birthday after accidentally killing himself at a shooting range, and 15-year-old Jay Diaz in El Paso, Texas, who survived a childhood fight with cancer only to be killed when a family member fired his shotgun while cleaning it. Oh, my God. The death include Eileen Viveros Vargas, a pregnant 18-year-old allegedly killed by her boyfriend in Minnesota, Cortland Arrington, a 17-year-old fatally shot at her high school by a fellow student, Christopher Ruckman, a 14-year-old slain by his father who also shot his 12-year-old brother in what police say was a double murder-suicide, an unnamed 17-year-old who took his own life in a bathroom of a Missouri high school. There are too many incidents to document each of them here, but the dozens of cases are disproportionately centered in urban areas. They include teens gunned down by other teens or slain by parents or relatives, young people in public and at home, in murders, accidents, and suicides. The tally doesn't include victims younger than 13, nor does it count any of the many teens who suffered only gunshot injuries over that period. The slaughter of 17 people at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School has sparked a national awakening on gun violence. But as the throngs of young people prepare to gather in Washington, D.C., this must have been written a while ago, in cities across the world on Saturday for the March to For Our Lives, the nascent youth-led movement still seems to be figuring out how to best communicate the breadth of the issue. Each of these lives cut short as a reminder of the relentlessness of gun violence in America. Much of the conversation around guns is focused on school safety and attacks carried out with military-style semi-automatic rifles, semi rifles, such as the AR-15 used at Stoneman Douglas. Those may be the most pressing concerns in a well-to-do suburb of communities like Parkland, but in communities of color, and specifically black communities, Gun violence is a more of an everyday reality. The Parkland students have themselves sought to use their platform to remind the nation that this bloodshed extends far beyond the sort of tragic mass shootings they experience and which reliably attracts the national spotlight. The Stoneman Douglas survivors who have become the face of Never Again movement met with students from Chicago schools this month to discuss ways to address the shootings that tear through neighborhoods on a routine basis. And earlier this week, they criticized the media for the racial disparity in its coverage of gun violence, which serves to silence victims from less affluent communities and from communities of color. We have to use our white privilege now to make sure that all of the people that have died as a result of gun violence haven't been covered the same can now be heard, said David Hogg, a Stoneman Douglas senior. God, they hate, They must hate him. Oh, they do. He, he speaks truth to power. At the moment, as the movement evolves beyond the marches, rallies, and media appearances and into more concrete advocacy, it will be on young leaders like Hogg to make sure that it encompasses the voices and experiences of people like Daquan Tobar as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
that kid's really done a lot, and I hope he can make a real difference. Yeah, uh, I was going to, um, in fact, I, I still might have it a few minutes. Uh, since we're in the light of uh, David Hogg, and I did want to mention something about Stephen Hawkins before we leave, but mm -hmm. um, just to follow up on that David Hogg thing, I, I, I thought it would be, I should, um, He's a wonderful, strong kid. He's been able to stand up to such unfair criticism. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let's go on to talk no, that's, about that's okay. I, I, passing of Stephen Hawkins. Cambridge Street to honor Stephen Hawkins. Yeah, this was, uh, this was on the 31st. Um, He's another person who was amazing. Yeah. And, uh, oh, please go to my website, lasteelshow.org. Probably there now if you're catching this show. But um, And uh, read my article on uh, David Hogg, why, they, why conservatives hate uh, David Hogg. Line Cambridge Street to honor Stephen Hawkins. This is by the Associated Press. Um, the life of renowned physicist and author Stephen Hawking uh, was celebrated Saturday in the English city of Cambridge uh, with hundreds of well wishers lining the streets for a glimpse of the hearse carrying the remains of a private funeral. To a private funeral. There was a spontaneous burst of applause outside St. Mary the Great Church when the hearse arrived. The bells of the church tolled 76 times one for each year of Hawkins' remarkable life. And Hawking was uh, remembered as a brave man who triumphed over motor neurons disease by continuing his research into space and time, even after paralysis set in and his muscles failed. Some 500 invited guests attended the funeral for Hawking, who died on March 14th. Uh, actor Eddie Redman, who... Uh, portrayed the scientist in the 2014 biographical film, The Theory of Everything, gave a reading from Ecclesiastes during the service. There was also a reading by astronomer Royal um, Martin Rees and um, eulogies by one of Hawking's children and former student. Uh, Hawking... Hawking's uh, family yeah, released that. a statement saying they chose to hold a funeral in the city that he loved so much and which loved him. Flags were lowered to half mast in many parts of Cambridge to pay tribute to Hawking. The service uh, you gotta X that out. The service was officiated by the Reverend Callie Hammond, Dean of Cambridge University's is at Gonville and Cassius College, where Hawking was a fellow for fifty two years. 
A private reception was held afterward at Trinity College. Hawking was known for his groundbreaking research on black holes and other phenomena. He was also the best-selling author of A Brief History of Time and other books in a pop culture figure known for, among other things, his appearance, his appearance on the Simpson TV series. Hawking will be cremated at a later date. It is ashes are to be interned at London's Westminster Abbey wow. near the remains of fellow scientist Isaac Newton. Oh, my God, what an honor. What a great honor. Well, England has produced some great people for such a small country. You know, it's, um, I'm sorry. Oh, I wanted to tell you all to please, uh, please check out uh, my my website, lastealshow.org, uh, where uh, we are putting up a new, uh, and our YouTube channel, uh, LA Steel Show, uh, LA Steel Television Show, or LA Steel Show uh, YouTube channel. And uh, you'll see a new video. Uh, three-part uh, program where Lila interviews uh, the Buddhist uh, Buddhist um, um, master um, patriarch uh, Sakyatrism, and we recorded a, a full teaching uh, of his that was done in uh, in uh, uh, Vermont, Massachusetts. What year was that? Two thousand three. That so was that was that was one of the most profound experiences of my life. Yeah, and I and I think uh, very life changing for me. How well, I thought well, about things. Yeah. Yeah. His his whole um, the whole lecture, or lecture I should say, his teaching actually was a, it was more of a spiritual kind of a mass type of mm -hmm. teaching, but um, it was mass. But he uh, talked about wisdom and compassion. Mm -hmm. These were the topics, the main topics, and he broke it down into uh, uh, several uh, different segments. Okay, teachings. Uh, which are the, uh, the, you know, one another part of that was uh, the ethereal body and the spirit. Um, in other words, uh, life uh, <coughs> life ends but continues. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the uh, and it, it it just it just gives you a whole different outlook on perspective. I recommend you as you see. He's a wonderful teacher. It'll be up there in the morning. Gifted teacher. Tomorrow morning. Uh, it's, it's, it's uploading now uh, as we speak on YouTube, but it'll, it'll probably be up by tomorrow morning, uh, early. So please look forward to that. He certainly and, is uh, a Buddhist master. And in the meantime, uh, so many things have been happening, so, you know. I wanted, I wanted, to, I was hoping if we had a little more time tonight, I, I would have gone through the uh, uh, Flint, uh, Flint, Michigan water contamination trial has been approved by the court, so they thank God. Thank God. And the names, and plus I had an article I, I'll read it next week probably, but the names of all the white supremacists, and neo Nazis running for elected office this year, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's amazing. Uh, Make sure that you don't vote for them. Yeah, I'll just give you that that article too, so that you know which one where it is. Um, and it's from Huffington Post. Uh, is dated um, March 31st. Uh, all the white supremacists running for office in uh, 2018. You know, check that out. It's amazing. Yeah, it has all of, all of them where they're running and everything. It's just uh, just amazing. 
we'll go over that next week too. And we'll talk a little more about all these other crazy things. Ex or Israeli officials say that John Bolton would often tip them off as to U.S. plans at the UN. That's how. That's how confident. Yeah. And there's one more thing that a campaign to impeach Trump will tour the country to pressure elected officials to remove the president. This guy, this guy, uh, I think his name is Bear or something. I forget what his name is. But he, he's got billion, he's a billionaire, and he's going after Trump in a big way to impeach wow. him for corruption and everything. And he's, uh, you know, he's got a huge, huge movement, huge movement out there. But anyway, that's the end of our show tonight, folks, and I want to thank you for joining us. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be talking to you next week. Uh, and um, He's very brave to do that. It's very well, you in know, a bad position when you speak up uh, like that against such powerful people. But Jimmy Walter, our friend, our old friend, did that about 9/11. Yeah, and, and he came to and Europe. And he, and he now lives in Austria. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he felt yeah. unsafe well, here. Yeah, they threatened uh, to, to to do something to, to, to hurt him. And he's a wealthy guy who, who put out ads and uh, you know tried yeah. to get yeah. people to realize what was going on on 9/11. He just but, didn't uh, feel safe here. But he no longer was uh, comfortable living here and had to leave. Well, so, uh, but anyway, that's the show tonight. And um, good night, folks, and hope you have a peaceful week. And uh, let's hope for some, some nice weather in New England. We haven't had any yeah. And sunshine in a lot of the other parts of the country, too, if you're a listener. And don't forget, if you if you miss us uh, this week, uh, go to lastoolshow.org, our, our webpage, and check out my art and photography uh, website as well. Link to that uh, to, to the main uh, menu. And uh, also, uh, don't forget to uh, um, check out our YouTube channel. We have about 40 different uh, programs there uh, up, updated, uh, all the television programs that we've done interviews that we've conducted and so on, all the video programs. And, um, you know, hopefully you'll enjoy that. That's uh, L.A. Steel Show uh, slash YouTube.com. Okay. In the meantime, good night, everybody. Love you. Take care. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.